Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 123, BMW Body or General Module. What it is, what it does it do. Um, this one was kind of uh, motivated by I was happened to be. I don't spend too much time on public forums, but I was on some public forums the other day, and, and I happened to run across there was a lot of talk about <clears throat> the BMW General Module, or GM is another name for it. It's also called a, a ZKE, which is a German acronym. Don't ask me to tell you what it is. <laughs> what it really means because I have no idea but in English it's it's called the general module Uh, it does quite a few things um, but uh, real quick commercial ahead of time Um, if you go to podbean.com who is the the main uh, distributor of this podcast and you search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast you'll come up to of course my home page on there and if you look on the upper right-hand corner, you'll see an icon where it says Become a Patron. If you click on that, it allows you the opportunity, if you're so inclined, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast and help support it financially. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can give less. You can give more. Uh, you can do it one time, or you can have it set up to where it, uh, you contribute every month automatically. But the main advantage in doing that uh, among people who aren't willing to is it opens up a number of podcasts that I specifically have selected, uh, especially because if you listen to them and apply the knowledge that I hopefully uh, give you during those podcasts, that um, if you, like I say, if you apply that knowledge uh, in your car ownership life experience, uh, I'm sure you can save yourself thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime and hopefully also reduce quite a bit of potential frustration that may occur. So I think it's worthwhile. Um, there's uh, That's the reason I picked those particular podcasts. There's about a dozen of them or so that are only available if you subscribe or pay to subscribe. Everything else, of course, is free. So appreciate any, uh, any uh, help with that. And again, you know, it helps to pay for future ongoing training and obviously the price of producing the podcast and so on and so forth. So... In any case, um, well, we could talk about, you know, modules in general. I mean, BMWs used to, and I say this up until about 1988 model year, most systems in the cars were operated with, you know, switches and wiring and relays and stuff like that. It was somewhat minimal, uh, you know, electronic type technology. I'm not saying it wasn't there. It was because of things like fuel injection and ignition systems and stuff like that. But specifically the body functions, um, it was really very simple. Like I say, you know, switches, wiring, relays, things like that, okay? So like as a, for instance, if you wanted to roll up your left front window, you'd push a switch that would um, potentially communicate with the relay, and ultimately the electric motor would get uh, power one way or the other, and the window would go either up or down, Okay. Um, in 1988 is when they went to onboard diagnostics and the cars became, you know, definitely way more computerized. Okay. Um, so that's the way, like I say, prior to 88, that's the way individual accessory control systems were operated. Um, as they started adding more features or planned on adding more features, they realized that they needed to go to 
Um, you know, there was getting to where there was too many relays and wiring, and the technology was available where they realized, hey, we can start taking all these different systems and putting the control of them into one module. So it reduces the amount of wiring. Uh, the relay content goes down, okay? Um, so it, it becomes uh, a much more... Um, I'm sorry, my daughter interrupted me, and I kind of forgot. <laughs> I forgot where I am here anyway. Okay, we'll keep going. Um, so they added more features, and um, and they realized, hey, wh why have all this wiring and relays and stuff when we can actually reduce the amount of wiring and so on and so forth? So they combined a lot of different uh, accessories and, and, and body control systems into one or several modules, okay? And again, this occurred mostly in 1988. Okay, is when they started this. To put it in perspective, and I'm, I'm kind of sort of guessing here. Again, I started working on these cars in 1984, so I'm not completely ignorant to it. But um, I, I think back then, um, there was a total of a number of modules in the car that was probably about 10 to 15 modules, and I might be high on that. It could be, even be actually only five or six, Okay. In today's world, and this is this podcast is being recorded in June of 2021, uh, most BMWs and probably most cars in general have over 60 modules. Okay, so obviously the electronics have become you know way more involved. Okay, um, specifically talking about the GM or general module or body module or ZKE. Typically in a BMW specifically, the functions or body accessory uh, systems that it controls are the following. Windshield wiper and washer, headlight washer, power windows, central locking system, anti-theft alarm system, interior lighting, what's called load deactivation, the remote control, and also sunroof operation. And there may even be some cars that there's, there's even more of that, okay? Um... The vast majority of parts inside of a GM or general module are purely electronic, okay? However, there still still has some small relays within the module which do go bad, okay? Um, that's probably, probably the most common th item uh, that goes bad, or, or I should say the most common system that goes bad of why I have to replace a, a general module um, uh, is the door lock system, okay? If you think about it, the door locks are probably, of those things I just talked about, even compared to the windows, the door locks are used the most. And there is relays. There's a lock, a lock and unlock relay within the module. And relays, you know, can and do go bad. They do have mechanical contact points that are, that are uh, transferring electricity as, as required. And so those contact points can go bad. They can become pitted to where the door locks don't work properly. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, in the old days, you'd have a small separate central locking module that was replaceable in and of itself. And again, when they started combining these things into, uh, you know, multi-system modules, the downside to it is that you may, the, the issue may just be with your door locks, but yet, like I just mentioned, that control module controls multiple functions of the body. And so, unfortunately, because of one system that's not working properly, you're replacing a control module that controls, you know, numerous systems. And so the price is not exactly inexpensive to replace that thing. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, 
Regarding replacing the general module, they must be coded to the car, so therefore you cannot install a used unit. It will not work properly with a car. It's kind of like once the new unit is installed and coded to the car, it's sort of like married to it. And so some people will say, oh, no, you could take it out of a one, another car and, and install it in uh, your car, and it will work. Well, uh, it might, okay? Uh, and then again, it may not work at all, or it may work. It's going to just think that it's still in the other car, okay? And so it's more than likely not going to work properly. And even with a, you know, a used part, you've installed something that um, you know, you've paid for it, at least I'm assuming you did, and it, it potentially ends up not fixing the problem. So to install and code uh, a module, it requires the proper and correct scan tool and a power supply to do the procedure. Okay, the power supply is needed to keep the battery voltage up properly while you're coding the control unit. If that's not done properly, and I don't necessarily mean just a battery charger, it has to be a power supply that can, can output clean uh, DC voltage to the car while this is being coded. Okay, if you don't do that, you can end up wiping out control units in the car. So it's important that's done properly. Um, also, on that particular module, because it controls what are called uh, car key memory functions or options, hopefully a technician, assuming they can communicate with the, the old general module, uh, it certainly behooves them to, uh, there's a page on there or several pages that show what the current settings are for car key memory options in that car. It behooves the technician to, to uh, capture those and either print them out or just keep them in the scan tool because that way when they install the new uh, general module and code it, they can then go back into car key memory functions and, and set all of those functions to the old car setting. Okay, In other words, um, the, the general module will operate the same way as it did when it was the original general module that just got replaced. Okay, because otherwise it's going to default back to whatever the factory settings are. And so some of these different things that the customer may have specifically changed as far as options and stuff, they, they won't work properly anymore as far as the customer is concerned. So that's certainly something in the repair process that, um, you know, it's good for you to know that as the owner of the car um, so that, you know, you could tell them, hey, look, I, I want this to I want these different things to work the same way when, when we're all done here. So that's the way to do that, okay. Um, however, having said that, uh, it's a perfect opportunity if you, let's say that the general module has gone bad and there are certain functions uh, within these different systems that I mentioned that you, you don't like the way they work. If there's options to change them, well, shoot, that's certainly the time to do it, okay. Um, there's actually a printout that's available from BMW that it, uh, it shows you the different options that are available for each model line. Now this is only up good up through, oh shoot, probably the 04, 05, maybe 06 model year, because after that when they went to iDrive, a lot of the stuff can be, you can change yourself uh, manually through iDrive, okay? Um, having said that, um, the, all the stuff that's before that, before 040506. It has to be done through the uh, scan tool uh, through what's called car key memory options. Okay, so let's say there always has been something you never really liked, but you didn't either. You didn't know you could change it, or it could be changed. I should say. 
uh, or you just didn't want to pay someone to do it. Well, if you're replacing the general module, shoot, like I say, that's the time to do it. Uh, so that, again, that's something that could actually be a plus that you can have some of the different functions changed uh, as allowed. Okay. The general module, and this is obviously, again, just a, a price range, it can range, as far as replacing it, it can be a low of maybe four or $500 all the way up to potentially over $800 to replace it. Um, you know, that's technology for you, unfortunately. Um, some are easier to get to than others. It just kind of depends on where it's buried in the body somewhere. Typically, they're usually uh, within the car itself, somewhere within the cockpit area, uh, behind the glove box, whatever. Although on some of the older cars, um, well, no, they were always, yeah, that's right. They were always pretty much, you know, within the car, within the cockpit somewhere, okay? Um, some people claim that they can be repaired by a module rebuilder company. Um, you know, my personal thought on that is, well, maybe, okay? Um, one of the things I would check if you're going down that road, if you're contemplating having your general module repaired is to certainly contact the supposed rebuilder and tell them what the symptoms are and see what they say. The other thing you're going to want to check is is what is the warranty on their repair, okay? Um, you know, the good part is is that you're getting the same module back. It's already coded to the car. If you like the way the car key memory options are set up, in other words, it's, you know, it's your used part that's going back in the same car. So, in some respects, there's some you're you're potentially solving some hassle type problems, maybe. But like I say, the other side of it is is that whether or not they can really reliably repair it or not. And again, to me, that goes back to you know what's their warranty. Uh, to have something to uh, equate it to, uh, a new BMW module uh, has a two-year unlimited mileage warranty. Uh, any part you buy from BMW uh, has a two-year warranty. So. That's just something you compare it to. So, bottom line, well, uh, almost every function in today's cars is controlled by some kind of an IC or integrated circuit. In other words, computer chip. Okay, literally. Uh, in today's world, with late late model cars, uh, you push a switch or or uh, you know flip a switch or push an on off button or whatever the case may be more than likely um, there's data going through that line so it's on a 5 volt system instead of you supplying voltage either 0 or 12 volts to operate something it's on a 5 volt data bus and you're simply sending a coded data message down the line whether it be a wire or uh, fiber optics or whatever the case may be and there's a computer at the other end that that uh, identifies what that data code packet means and it and from there it then turns on whatever the headlights the horn uh, the right turn signal whatever the case may be okay a lot more data going on in cars these days okay than than just simply 0 or 12 volts okay so unfortunately in some respects the days of simple switches and relays are gone okay it's just not that simple anymore so you know, again, some people would look at that as a good thing, uh, some not so much. Probably the ones that don't think it's a good thing are the ones that are having to look at a repair bill to fix their door locks or something, and it's going to cost them $1,000 or whatever, and they're like, ah. So, in any case. That's about it for this one. I just kind of wanted to respond to how people were asking, uh, you know, what, what is a general module? What does it do? What, what functions does it control? 
Um, that's pretty, you know, kind of basic. Um, again, there's some cars where they control more things. Uh, other cars, maybe less. But that list that I gave you is, is pretty much inclusive. Uh, if you want to get a little bit more of info about um, the wiring systems on later model cars, check out episode number 87 that's called CAN Bus Systems. I talk a lot more about what I just kind of alluded to a few moments ago about uh, data and, and uh, you know, 5-volt systems and so on and so forth. So if you're interested in getting more information about that, definitely check out episode number 87, CAN Bus Systems. So. That's it for this one, kind of a semi-quickie. Um, I hope you got something out of it. And again, just you know, helping you know to, to get to know a little bit more about your car and what's going on with it. Um, as usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcasts5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. And um, if you want to check out my shop website, it's uh, Brad's Motor Works. I'm in Newbury Park, California. So you can always check that out. And, um, yeah, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your listening. I hope you got something out of it. And, again, uh, you know, check out that Become a Patron. I really appreciate any uh, support that, that can be given. And um, we go from there. So I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. And thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.